This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Well, good afternoon. I'm Jody Hughes in for Angela. She will return on Monday. There's a law called Vanessa's Law, and I want to get into this discussion uh, about the regulations around certain medications and uh, what Vanessa's Law is. With that, we'll welcome to the program David Lee, Chief Regulatory Officer of Health Product and Food Branch at Health Canada. It's a long title, but we're sure happy to have you on the program. Good afternoon, Dave. Good afternoon. I wanted to talk to you about something called Vanessa's Law. I'm not sure if everybody uh, is aware of this story, but um, 14 years ago, uh, as I understand it, uh, one MP began this uh, this movement to try to change the way that we handle uh, reporting of adverse side effects to certain medications in Canada. Now, uh, three years ago, that, uh, that law was passed without any... Uh, opposition through parliament and i wanted to ask you about where are we at now with regards to the recommendations made right now health canada is working very actively on on making regulations to support what parliament passed there are a few powers we already have and are and are that are available to use like like our recall power very important if something's going wrong with the product but there are others that require us to put in regulations to ensure better patient safety what do we do now when uh, if somebody takes a certain type of prescription medication has an adverse side effect what measures are in place now to report that so that somebody who needs to know knows so there's been a long-standing law that the pharmaceutical companies that, that sell these products have to tell Health Canada if there's been a, a, an adverse reaction. And the ones that we really want to focus on are the, the serious ones, so permanently debilitating or life-threatening, something like a stroke. They have to report that into Health Canada, and, and when we see that, we can we can actually ask for further information from the companies to see if if we need to get in there and, and take on a measure, like a label change or get the drug off the market. And who has to report that? If I had something like that happen and I went to my doctor, would he report it or would it be any medical professional? So the doctor can report it into Health Canada and we invite them to do that. There's a form that they have. They can fill that out. In fact, patients also report uh, some of the, the, the reactions that they've had to us and we also encourage that. But it's the law right now is on the manufacturer, the, the companies to do it. But how would they know? That's where you have to have an, an assessment. Sometimes it's a little hard to tell what's happened with a drug when you're taking it. You can be on a number of medications. You're not sure which one you, you've taken and, and, you know, that caused the reaction or you might have, that might be part of the natural disease state that you have. Uh, and so sorting that out is, is a very important uh, sort of scientific discussion. That's why there's follow-up. The company will often do follow-up to see if it was the drug and, and we will spend time assessing that as well. But, You'll see something like a stroke, and then you'll you'll need to connect it. Was it was it related to that drug? And those are the kinds of discussions that we have at Health Canada with, uh, you know, the, the doctors out there and, and the companies. And are we? I mean, when you get into just that level of a reaction, a stroke or something debilitating, or death, we're into great extremes. There has to be an area underneath that. Does that area also have to be reported? 
They are, and they're reported as well. But again, uh, when we look at, at prioritizing, we want to make sure that we're we're really spending our efforts on the things that, that are really damaging health. We do put on side effects on labels and warnings. So if we see even, you know, if you're getting a rash or something like that, we'll, we'll respond to it by putting it on a label. But again, the major focus of Vanessa's law was to get at those very critical safety events uh, to make sure that, you know, if people are at risk of dying, we're, we're really focusing on that. Is there a threshold number that, uh, you know, there has to be X number of patients who have who have died from what we believe to be a link to a certain medication? Is there a certain number or, or quantitative value that has to happen before that warning can be placed on a, on a label? No, there's not an actual number. We'll look at things like severity. Uh, so if, if it's something that is really going to be uh, very, very uh, difficult to deal with, like a, like liver failure or something like that. We, we don't need to wait too long or have too many to sort of really make sure that, that we're addressing that. Whereas if it's if the causality is not, we're not quite sure, we can actually, one of the nice things about Vanessa's law is that it will give us many more powers to ask for more information and confirm that what we're seeing is what we're seeing. And then also, it gives us the power to change labels very effectively and very quickly if we are seeing something. And is that happening now? This legislation passed three years ago. Have we already started to see this be implemented? Some of some of it is already live, like the label change power. But again, other parts uh, we're we're working on the regulations and we're consulting because when you put a law into the healthcare system, you have to be very careful about how it works, and we want to design that properly. So we're making sure that we're getting good commentary uh, from from patients and patient groups and and uh, the, you know hospitals and and doctors and and so on. So we're we're really trying to make sure that we're getting it right. But there are people working very hard on those laws here at Health Canada and, and the Department of Justice. Now critics are saying that they're confused on why it is taking so long for some of the changes to be implemented. What would you say to that? Well, it's basically what I've just said that that uh, we have, for example, uh, requirements that are going to be new that that are on hospitals to tell us about serious adverse events. And when you're putting a, a law in that's going to be binding for a hospital, you want to make sure that you're balancing that safety information, getting the core information, but also people, the staff there, they're delivering care, and you want to make sure you're balancing that. But also, we've been talking a lot about the the digital systems that we can try to use so that we're not wasting people's time, but still getting the really important safety information. Right. So that, those discussions take a little bit. They take some exploring and validating things, and that's what we've been focusing on and, and working hard on. I have to imagine, too, I know a lot of the medical field is is still in the transition, the transition even from paper to electronic when it comes to some files. Sure. So I have sure. to think that's, that's also a contributing factor. Sure, that's exactly right. These are the things we need to, like, what are the databases in the hospitals? How do we do all that? You know, it, it, it sounds like a lot of detail, but we've, we need to know that in the way we require them to report. And so those discussions have been going on since before we, we finished up the, the, the bill and got it through Parliament. This is something that, that we've been focusing on. Does Canada have, uh, how would we compare with regards to those standards uh, from other countries? Do we have many uh, prescription medications that are not allowed here because of adverse side effects that other countries do allow? We have, there are a few. Uh, for the most part, we're comparable to other jurisdictions. And actually, we work, you know, alongside the US FDA and the European authorities to to uh, work together on safety issues. That's something that's 
generally a good thing. If one jurisdiction sees something, they tell the other. But there are a few products that that we have uh, looked at differently than the Americans and that aren't aren't here, for example. Uh, but few and far between. Very good. David, thank you so much for your time today. We really yeah. appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott. Weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.